Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome in to DNVR Buffs Live. We are, of course, presented by the American Raptors. Head on over to AmericanRaptors.com. Grab your free ticket for one of their rugby matches or stream all their games. If you didn't get the ticket you wanted as an elite athlete, check out the opportunities at Infinity Park. Rugby just may be your next ride. My name is Jake Schwanitz. What a show we have today, Henry. What a show. First off, welcome back to the show, man. I know. It's been forever. It I'm not going to lie. I missed a couple Buffs games this year. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> I think that's perfectly understandable. Yeah. Um, real quick before we get into the show, lots to get into in terms of this coaching carousel and, of course, Deion Sanders. Yep. Your impressions from this buff season? Uh, they're, they're bad. <laughs> they're bad. They, uh, I, I mean, they won a game somehow. They did. That's all credit to Mike Sanford. Did you expect this? Because you were covering this no. team up until the summer. Did you expect 1-11? No. I don't know how you could expect it to be this bad. I mean, I don't think I ever put out like an official prediction. I would have guessed like three wins, probably four wins. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's just a nightmare. I mean, the, the they don't have a quarterback, the running back situation, the offensive line. You see, Van Wells got on the Pro Football Focus. Yes. All freshman national team. How about that? That's cool. He's that's got cool. a and he got an NIL deal from the Bus nice. for Life NIL Collective. Interesting. Yeah. So. I, I do wonder how much those kids are making these days. I'm uh. not. I'm not plugged in enough. Because you see stuff like, yeah, you know, they, they're making this money. It's what I don't, I wonder. Because back when I was up there, it didn't feel like any of them were really making that much money. Maybe right. they were like one or two, but for the most part, it was come eat here for free in exchange for tweets, which is a good deal. But right. <laughs> hopefully they get that figured out. I have a feeling that's going to change soon. I, I think so. I think yeah. a lot of things are about to change very, very soon for the Colorado Buffaloes football program. Let's get into the show, man. We're going to recap some of the things that have happened. Today, um, <laughs> the coaching carousel has just been insane. Yep. A couple hires, some rumors. We start off with a guy who was a Buffs candidate, Tom Herman, just mm-hmm. hired at FAU, where Lane Kiffin kind of, yep. what, what's the word? I guess recovered his career, I guess. Um, your initial thoughts on that move, and uh, is this a bad sign for the Buffs that some of these candidates are kind of getting? I don't think so. I mean, it's FAU. Right. I, if Colorado wanted Tom Herman... I have a feeling he'd pick Colorado over FAU. What do I know, though? I mean, yeah. it, maybe there's something about Florida Atlantic University that really stands out. It's not going to be the paycheck that stands out. No. I I mean, I think there's one reason why the Buffs don't have a coach yet. You know, there's all those rumors floating around. It's I, I feel like it's pretty obvious at this point. It is. Um, also, another guy who Ryan and I talked about when mm-hmm. we did our show um, for the Buffs head coaching tier list, Jamie Chadwell, yep, the coach at Coastal Carolina. He was rumored to be going to USF yesterday. Development as I was driving in, it looks yep. like Liberty is zoning in on him to be their next head coach. Another school where Hugh Freeze just got the big jump back up to Power 5. Yep. Is this a lateral move, though, going from Coastal to Liberty? I think it's a step down. I do, yeah. Step I mean, down. Liberty's not quite on that tier. I and mean, Coastal's been competitive top 25-wise. Right. I guess Liberty, have they squeaked into the rankings a couple times? They were. They were ranked at one point this year yeah. also. So, I mean, that's, 
it's it's not too much of a step down, but I do think it's a slight step down, just in terms of what you expect from those schools at this right, point. Right. I guess the third one to get to, this one was crazy to follow today. Um, in a span of a few hours, it was reported that Brian Hartline, the wide receivers coach yeah. at Ohio State, was reported to be interviewing at Cincinnati. Um, it looked like mm. things were moving that way. Then he comes out, tweets himself. He's staying at Ohio State. Yep. Now he's no longer even considered a candidate by many. Mm-hmm. How big of a threat is Cincinnati right now? They're a threat. I think they are the threat. I think that if Deion Sanders doesn't come to Colorado, it's because he's 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 going to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly think it's as simple as that. And you know, I mentioned it before, but the way this is all played out, there just aren't a lot of reasons for the Bronco or sorry for the Buffs <laughs> to not have their uh, their head coach yet. Right? Like there just isn't. Um, the the other rumor rumor was Bronco Mendenhall. Yes. Again. You could have him by now if if that was the direction that things were going. And there's one coach out there who was in this kind of final list of candidates who wouldn't be attainable until this weekend. Meanwhile, we've all been stuck in this limbo for yep. a week now? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Maybe even Probably more. more than a week, honestly. Yeah, honestly, yes, definitely. It feels like everything's pointing toward, you know, they, they play the the SWAC championship Saturday. I would guess that Saturday night maybe is, is when somebody says like, yeah, this just in the blah, 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 blah. I, I, I know people outside of here aren't quite as optimistic, but the way I see it, like it just, it all feels too obvious at this point, especially, I mean the clip, the the clip, if I guess I'm not to show, we'll show it in a bit. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's just, Everything is pointing that direction. Right, right. And I think, what was the final report yesterday that uh, recruits were telling? Uh, I can't remember yes. which. Was it Brett McMurphy? Um, so th- I think this was a Sean Keeler article, actually. Oh, um, that's a different one. Um, I think it was Brett McMurphy who reported that Deion Sanders is telling players that he's going to have a school on Sunday. Yes. Which, again, is it's the exact timeline we expect. Who knows, though? I mean, it, it is Deion Sanders. Like, Cincinnati could swoop in. That's the one really scary thing. The other scary thing is he did all this for attention and is going to say, yeah. no, I'm sticking with Jackson State. We're doing all this. And, and that's a threat. Um, I Again, the Buffs would have their head coach by now if right. if they thought it was anybody but Dion. I think that's accurate analysis. Um, might as well mention this article from, article from Keeler, though, because I thought this was interesting Cherry Creek's Blake Purchase has committed to the Oregon Ducks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Broomfield's Cole LaCrue has committed to Wisconsin. Both have said Deion Sanders coming to see you would make them consider joining the Buffs. Yeah. I mean, I've got two thoughts. The first one is, I mean, duh. Yeah. Like, of course, of course you would consider staying home if Deion Sanders is the coach here. Second thought is, if you're committed to Oregon, why would you say this? Like, just just keep your mouth shut. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I, not to hate on him, and I didn't actually no, read it, it, but... I saw a headline, I was like, hmm, it seems a little bit weird that he would just come out and say mm-hmm. this, but again, it's Deion Sanders. Who could blame him? This is something we talked about in the Discord. I don't think we've talked about it on a show or we've mm-hmm. really reported it yet, but Deion Sanders, defensive back coach at Jackson State, about a week ago, he followed Blake Purchase on Twitter, yep. followed Jordan Tyson on Twitter, yep, and Colorado football. And wasn't there another report today that Deion Sanders knows who his head coach or his defensive coordinator would be. Yep. There's another arrow pointing that way. There I mean, go. that adds up. I also, I mean, Mike Zimmer 
was kind of where I was thinking that could go. I'm not sure exactly what his contract situation's like. Um, Mike Zimmer, though, it's crazy to think about. 14 years as a defensive coordinator in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, right before that, he was Deion Sanders' defensive backs coach um, with the Cowboys the entire time that Dion was in Dallas. So Zimmer goes on 14 years as a defensive coordinator, eight years, obviously, as a head coach with the Vikings right after that. Next job, analyst at Jackson State. Like, it's crazy to be able to pull somebody like that. And again, it's because he can keep cashing the paychecks because he have a co- he doesn't have a coaching title. But right. that's that's a hell of a pull. And that's why I that, there was a part of me that thought, if this is what's happening, if he really does have a defensive coordinator, that name kind of jumps out and it'd be exciting. Um, but that, I mean, that's the easy read. He's following right. guys on Twitter. Right. I mean, about as public as you can be without coming yeah, out and saying it. Almost. Totally. Final wrap-up here with this coaching carousel. It looks mm-hmm. like USF kind of maybe outkicked their coverage in terms of this coaching search. They were in talks to potentially get Deion Sanders. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, it was about Jamie Chadwell. Jamie Chadwell's gone now. Looks like Deion Sanders has narrowed it down to Cincinnati and Colorado. Are we, are they a threat anymore? Is USF a threat? I never thought they were a threat. Again, like I, it is Colorado, right? Like you understand why somebody would not want to uh, to to go to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Like you look at what happened on the field this year, how the kind of the regions treat the program, that sort of stuff. But USF, like Colorado, should be able to pull a, a better uh, better coach than than USF. Mm-hmm. And and that that was kind of the other piece, though. Obviously, that USF and Colorado were kind of that final two. Right. Cincinnati potentially changes some things because they swooped in. Um, but who knows? I mean, as of now, again, I, I think it's pretty clear. I'm I'm feeling confident. Who knows? We've talked a lot about him. We've kind of danced around the topic. Let's talk about Deion Sanders. But before, yes. I want to tell you about our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Where right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. You can also check up their stepped-up same-game parlays where everyone can boost their winnings up to 100%. How you been doing on DraftKings this year? Pretty good. I'm up. I'm really excited. i actually been meaning to go back through and look at my uh, season-long bets. Mm-hmm. I know there's a couple bad ones. I know I was in on the uh, the the Packers for for one um utah to win the pac-12 i guess that is still alive isn't it technically it is still alive yeah isn't it? never mind so that one's not so bad um i had uh Traylon burks under 725 and a half receiving yards beautiful gonna hit by a mile deandre swift under eight eight twenty five and a half rushing yards that's gonna hit by a mile so i i mean without looking at the numbers i think things are going pretty well Love to hear that. Uh, not so good for me, but maybe <laughs> maybe you guys would have better luck if you sign up using the code DMVR. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do, only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. Mm-hmm. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Also, shout out to our friends over at Athletic Greens. I take Athletic Greens every day. Get that 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens in you, especially as we are moving through cold and flu season. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com buffs. 
Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash buffs to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Let's talk about Deion Sanders, Henry. Yep. I sent Kale a clip earlier. A lot of people may have seen this. Go ahead and roll this for us, Kale. But you know, you know my favorite team is the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Yeah. Next week they play the Denver Broncos in Colorado. I'm going with you, and you we gonna ride together. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. That's a go. Now that's a go. That's a good one there. I gotta admit, now that's a good one. That's a good one there. That was a good one. Come on, sit back down here. Come on. Why are you gonna do your boy like that? No, 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 no. I, I, I never been, I never been there. And Me I, but I'm going. I'm going there. Well, I'm going next week when the Chiefs play so Bronco in Colorado. Then with Colorado. What you trying to say? I just want to know. I, you, can we ride together? Where, 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 where am I going? <laughs> what do you think? Well, let's go. So they're playing the. Di- okay, this week. My team played the Bengals. Oh, you ain't no good, man. But, Cole, I'm just asking. No Cole, you told me to ask. I ain't tell you what. You told the fella, they told the man, they'll ask a question. Yeah. He asked a question, and you, he, he asking all this stuff about your beard and all that. You ain't said. But when I asked you, can I ride with you to Colorado? Why <laughs> would you Why would you assume I'm going to Colorado? I, I don't, because you, you done been to all these places. I've yeah. never been to Colorado. But why would chief. you assume I'm going to Colorado? No, I don't. Could you ride with me? No, I'm just. I'm to Kansas City Chief. That's good stuff, though. Is the Chief playing at the real? <laughs> yes. <laughs> season be over with. And look, the season be over. So we go. We, we, go, to, we go together, Cole. No, you got to stop, man. Okay. This but, is good, though. This I got to admit, this is your best one up. This is your best one up. You, you thought that thing got, though. You thought that thing got. I did, though. You thought that thing got. I asked you no questions about it. Probably one of the most clever ways I've seen a reporter <laughs> ask a uh, currently sitting head coach about another job. Yeah. But I think maybe I'm reading too much into it, uh-huh. Henry, but I feel like we gained some information from that clip. Yeah. I mean, he did also say, like, this week they play the Bengals. That part didn't really take off. That I mean, there's the Cincinnati yeah. thing right there, potentially. But again, I, maybe this is like Steve Sarkeesian mm-hmm. from, from the last Ryan Day. coaching search. Um, when Sark was supposed to be coming to Colorado, but it turned out that just he just went through the process to get a massive raise and wind up making more money as Alabama's offensive coordinator mm-hmm. than he would have made as Colorado's head coach. Like there is stuff like that that happens. I mean that that thing can't happen one to one this time because right. Jackson State is not going to just pony up a bunch of money to, yeah. to give to Dion. <laughs> I don't even know if, if Dion cares. I mean he's just donating half his salary back to the school right mm-hmm. now to upgrade the locker room and do all that sort of stuff. So. Who knows? Like, Dion's unpredictable. Terrible things happen to the University of Colorado. So you can't be totally sure, but I, every, there's a whole bunch of arrows pointing at Dion Sanders right now, and it's a lot of fun. So let's have some fun then. Let's speculate. If the Buffs do hire Dion Sanders to be their next head coach, mm-hmm. what does year one look like? Just in terms of, I mean, coaching staff, the roster, mm-hmm. the transfer portal. Um, NIL. I mean, we you pick one. Which one do you want to get into first? I mean, I mean, transfer portal's easy. You you take uh, Shadur Sanders. Is that mm-hmm. how you say it? I believe mm-hmm. that's how you say it. That's that's his son. Uh, he's going into his third year, his junior year, but true junior year. Um, started the last two years at quarterback at Jackson State. Chose Jackson State over Bama among other offers. 
Completed 70% of his passes this year. Mm-hmm. You would imagine he's following his dad. Right. And I'm pretty sure Primetime even said a couple weeks ago that he expects his son to be a Heisman candidate this year. Now, I don't, I, I don't expect oh, him to be man. a Heisman candidate, but if you're going to be a Heisman candidate, you're not going to be doing that at Jackson State. Right. Like, that's... It's that... that I'm not 100% sure. I will confidently say Jackson State's never had a Heisman candidate. No, but they did have a number one overall recruit last they did. year. In Travis Hunter, he plays wide receiver for the Jackson State football team right yep. now. How many of these guys could potentially come over, are we expecting? I mean, so, I mean, the, the elephant in the room is the, the, the rules about transferring into Colorado. Yes. Yeah, I would imagine, because there was the report a few weeks ago, I'm not sure if that was on the record, I can't remember whose report it was even, but they were saying he, uh, or the, the school is considering changing the rules for, for transfers to make it easier to get players into the football program through the portal. It's, uh, I would imagine if, if Deion Sanders is coming, that has been solved. Like, I don't think he would be interested mm-hmm. if, if the buffs were using the same rules for the transfer portal they have been because that just makes it almost impossible to be competitive. Um, so there is that one piece. You don't know who's going to be allowed in, but you would imagine that, uh, he, who, if, if you're, if, if you're the number one recruit in the country, you didn't go to Jackson state because you like Jackson state. You went there because Deion Sanders is your coach, mm-hmm. a very good defensive back. He was committed to Florida state. Yep. There you go. And so you would think he would follow him. And, and maybe he winds up going to Florida State or something like that instead. Mm-hmm. I would imagine Dion brings him with. Super exciting stuff to talk yeah, about. totally. I mean, just on that transfer portal stuff, I believe it was Brian Howler, Adam Munster-Tiger, that reported mm-hmm. that a couple of weeks ago. They're assumingly going to hire a coach on Sunday is what we've heard. Yep. I mean, Rick George is going to be there. What a perfect time to announce that you've changed some transfer requirements while you're introducing potentially Deion Sanders as your next head coach. Yeah. Let's get a little bit deeper then. What would your expectations be for year one under Deion Sanders? You can throw a win on it. Um, yeah. I mean, you got big rivalry games to start off the year against Nebraska and Colorado State, both in Folsom. Mm-hmm. Is it just simply going 2-1 and one in those first three games? You play TCU to open the year again. You win those two rivalry games. Maybe you steal a couple wins in the Pac-12. Is five wins acceptable? Five one? wins is definitely acceptable. I mean, it's CU. If if you get five wins, you've hit your... Uh, that's the number here. Stanford's on the schedule five, next year. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. I, how many times have they won five games in the last decade? Not very many. I mean, yeah, but they've nev- they've only gone over once. They had that stretch look it where it was just five and seven, five and seven. Um, yeah, if, if they win five games, you're happy. It's tough to put a number on it right now just because you don't know how everything plays out. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be... A situation where they hit the portal hard and, and you're saying, well, they just pulled half their team in from the portal. And if that's the case, there's no reason they can't make a bowl game. I think obviously looking at what happened this season, bowl game cannot be the expectation. Right. That can't be the standard. If you win three games, that's probably good progress. Yeah. But because it's Deion Sanders, because of the the recruiting he could do, it, it, it a lot more doors are open. And that's mm-hmm. really why he's a perfect candidate for Colorado because the flaws for him or the potential coaching abilities and that sort of stuff. You just got to start by getting athletes in the door. Yep. And you know, roster has to get better. Why wouldn't Auburn want Deion Sanders? Well, because what Deion Sanders does is recruit 
and Auburn recruits itself. Mm-hmm. Like you can do all that stuff without Deion Sanders. And so why take the risk on the on the the, the coaching side? That's again, I think Colorado's a good fit. Going back That's to 2012, uh, no, you're good. Going back to 2012, the Buffs have only gotten over five wins four times, and it was in a four-year stretch. It was yep. between 2015 and 2019, or sorry, 2016 and 2019, 2016, of course, the 10-win yep. season, five wins the three years after that. Interesting stuff. I think this is something we talked about a lot in the draft pod in the summer, was just with how much the landscape of college football was changing with the portal, with NIL, with realignment, and talking to you and Justin at the time mm-hmm. when you were on the beat, I mean, you guys were concerned for your schools because mm-hmm. for CU because, I mean, they obviously looked like they were falling behind. Oh, yeah. Does simply getting Dion on board get them in the conversation? Are they safe in terms of conference realignment? Are they able to compete in terms of NAL? So the thing about conference realignment is that, like, CU can't get kicked out of the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Only thing that can happen is the Pac-12 keeps losing teams and you know if you wind up in a situation and you're you're losing USC, you're probably losing UCLA. Um, you lose Oregon, Washington, then maybe you do become like this in between sort of conference. Um, but in terms of realignment, I don't get scared for CU in any way because um, again they can't get kicked out, which would have been the concern when you right. win one game. But I do think that Dion obviously raises. The, the standards if that were to happen and again it just opens so many doors like mm-hmm. you you know that you're not going to have talent issues right dion can recruit dion can recruit to jackson state he can absolutely recruit to colorado that won't be an absolutely. issue absolutely um well i guess we'll table the dion talk for okay. another time now we've done okay. it quite a bit okay um let's talk about cu basketball they are of course playing arizona state tonight i believe the buffs are four point favorites on DraftKings sportsbook if you want to mm-hmm. get in on that this team's been so up and down, man. I mean, just inconsistent across the mm-hmm. board, defensively, shooting, rebounding. Have you watched much CU basketball this year? And just your thoughts. Yeah, they had some poorly timed games. Um, that Tennessee game, for example, is the same time the Broncos played. Yep. And so I was gonna, I was like, okay, I can sneak it on for like the last five minutes. Turns out the last five minutes weren't competitive right. at that point, which is a good thing. <laughs> yep. Um, so I missed a couple of those. I've seen, uh, I've seen some losses. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been pretty plugged in. Good to hear then. Um, of course, Evan Batty, uh, Jabari Walker, two guys that really needed to be, I mean, they played such a big role for yep. this team on and off the court. Um, we've seen KJ step up a bit. Tristan had a big game on, mm-hmm. was it Monday, Sunday, I believe it was, when they played Yale. So yep. those two guys have stepped up. But Javon Hadley, he has been very impressive, only at 6'6", plays guard. But man, the physicality and toughness he plays in, has been a game changer for this team. He returned on Sunday. He will be back playing again tonight. How confident are we feeling about this team? Not fully healthy. I mean, Hadley could be healthier, mm-hmm. but how confident are we against Arizona State this evening? Uh, I feel good. I actually thought that game was tomorrow. Wait, is it tomorrow? It's no. tonight, I'm pretty sure. Really? <laughs> That's where I'm going after this. Okay. <laughs> wow. Um. It is today. Wow, that really throws my. I was considering going to that. I guess I'm not. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, your first conference game, it it, it definitely matters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's one of those where maybe this is just like following the bus for a few years, and not the basketball program. Basketball program's been awesome, but like if they win, you get all excited for the season. If they lose, you're like, ah, it's a young team. They'll figure it out. Plenty right, of time. Right. Um, Arizona State's a test, though. 
And I think that just looking at how the season has gone, you know, two really good wins, two really, really bad losses, nothing makes sense. Mm -hmm. And this is another team that should be pretty aver above average, maybe just a little. Like these are probably fourth best to sixth best teams, somewhere around there, you would guess, in the Pac-12 this year. So it is kind of telling in terms of just what the buffs are. Um, if they can go out there and just play a competitive basketball game, I think there's a lot of reason to be excited for this season. Mm -hmm. If they go out there and and you know make make a statement, beat them down, then that opens up a, a lot of possibilities. Because I think again, two really good wins. You see what KJ is doing. Tristan's really taking his game to another level. Um, they seem to have a lot of the pieces in place. They just need to keep fitting a little bit more together. You know. Uh, consistency it's, exactly loss and lovering like mm -hmm. he seems like he's just a half step away from being a really really impactful yep. player he's getting and there exactly so you see how this could all work but if while we have all these questions are able to just go get a win over arizona state it, it settles things down a bit it would be their first consecutive wins of the season if they won tonight it would be, they have alternative alternated wins and losses to this point it's worth noting Arizona State, while they are 6-1, and one, they've had kind of a weird season, too. Um, they beat Michigan in the Legends Classic, beat them by 25 points. Mm -hmm. That was a couple weeks ago. They actually also lost in this Pac-12 SWAC Legacy Series, too, to Texas Southern. They lost by a point in overtime. This huh. was on November 13th. So an ugly loss for them, ugly yep. loss for the Buffs. The SWAC is really, I mean, this... Legacy series between the SWAC and the Pac-12, maybe not gone. How the Pac-12 bad idea. Yeah, don't play road games against bad teams. You're just asking for trouble, and it's really cool to support those schools. And I just hope they're not doing it because they want to look good. Mm -hmm. And I have a bad feeling that they're like, oh, you know what recruits will like is us supporting HBCUs. And it's like, yes, it's good to support those schools. How much can you really prioritize it though? And is it worth playing road games across the country? Against, I mean, what that that was like three no, team number three twenty out of three fifty in Ken. They Tom. were down there, yeah. It's th those games just aren't worth the risk. The games aren't worth the risk. So again, applaud the Pac twelve for doing this, but it does mm -hmm. feel like the Pac twelve kind of tripping over itself in the ways that it always does <laughs> in football and basketball. Yeah. yeah. Um, also interesting to know, Arizona State also played Grambling. They beat them by thirty one points, as they should. Honestly, that's probably too close. They had them at home. Yep. The, that would do it. The Buffs had to go to Grambling. They had to play in that small arena. Yep. It was awkward. There was maybe 15 people there. Mm -hmm. What would be really nice to see is just a nice, sharp shooting game. Yes. If they just knock down their shots, no missed layups, just make the shots that it looks like you should make mm -hmm. and then build from there because I'm, I'm not sure what the numbers say. I would guess... Actually, I did... So they're very close to the bottom. They might be like 11th out of 12 in... Um, uh, in field goal percentage, but I, I think they're second in shots taken. That's not surprising to me. No, they're they're finding ways to get shots up. They just need them to fall. And again, that's that's a formula that allows you to beat Tennessee mm -hmm. and lose to Grambling State. Right. So just having that sort of just don't do dumb things feels like what you say about every college basketball game. Right. But for the buffs in particular, just like when it looks like the ball should go in, just put it in. Just start doing that. I mean, you said you want to see a good shooting night. I'd if we take I'll take an average shooting night at this oh, point. Yeah. I mean, if you're shooting 49, 50, 51%, I think that's enough to win with how yep. the 
dynamic they are and just their ways that they're able to score and defend. I wrote this article on Javon Hadley last night, and I threw these stats in mm. there. Colorado's inconsistency on both sides of the floor has been the story of the season so far. In CU's four wins, mm. the Buffs have a field goal percentage of 47.5%. In their three losses, Colorado has only hit 36.7% of their shots. When tallying up all seven games, the Buffs ranked 256th in the country in total field goal percentage at 42.8%. I believe it. It all adds up. I, get, I mean, I think it's, it's easy to see what's going wrong. Too. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you look at that and it's it's like, well, what is that? It's they're blowing layups. Like yeah. they're getting open shots that they're missing. Yeah. Like it's it's not like they're chucking up shots that shouldn't go right. in. They're not bad shots. No, they're getting good shots. They're just not making them. And you wonder if maybe that's just what this team is. Like, is KJ Simpson just uh what is he, 33% three-point shooter? And if he is, you can get by with it. Mm-hmm. You can get by with it. Um but you need just a couple of guys to step up and make jump shots consistently. And more than anything, it's the layups. Just don't miss layups. Right. That's what drives yes. you insane. I mean, they've had too many games at this point where they're shooting 50% mm-hmm. on their layups, which, I mean, you look at 50% in basketball and you go, okay, not bad. But not when you're right under the basket and you see how many yep. of these shots just clink off the rim and all of a sudden it's going the other way now. Yep. Let's make a couple predictions before we head out tonight. Who is going to lead the Buffs in scoring tonight? I mean, I feel like you gotta take KJ. It's it's a simple, mm-hmm. it's a simple call. Like he's the leading scorer by a wide margin. Um, it'd be fun if it's Tristan. He has it in him. Give me KJ. He's gonna take a bunch of shots. I Love think they're that. gonna go in. I'm gonna go with Tristan. I think okay. that he's playing with a a newfound aggressiveness that both he and Tad mm-hmm. talked about after the game on Sunday. Hopefully, that's able to continue. I mean, it'd be huge for the Buffs if they have that solid player in Tristan De Silva who can. I mean, if he puts up 14 points, eight rebounds a game, I mean, you take that almost at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, who wins? Whew. Give me Colorado. Let's go. Like, it feels like a toss-up. Um, and when that's the case, you take the home team. So I'm going to think with my brain and not my heart um, because obviously I want them to win. I, I am a little bit disappointed I'm not going to this game. I might. You want to jump in the car with me? <laughs> see if we can get a credential real quick i've got three in the car oh wow oh wow <laughs> i'm tempted um yeah i mean i uh I, we've seen the highs and and i'm gonna buy into those and not the lows mm-hmm. yep i'm gonna take the buffs to win tonight too uh thank you everyone who stopped in and watched as always keep it tuned in at dmvr buffs follow the twitter at dmvr underscore buffs follow the b or follow me actually at Jake DMVR, mm-hmm. Henry at Henry Chisholm. Yep. He's got you covered on Broncos. It's going to be a huge week for the Buffs. It is. So make sure you're following those Twitters. I'm gonna, I feel like I'm going to be working nonstop this weekend because of this. And we have a basketball game on Sunday against Washington. So. It's not stopping after the weekend either. No, it's not. You see not. Warren Sapp wants to coach at CU. I did Deion's see here. that, yeah. Again, like Warren Sapp shows up in a kid's living room. How can you, like, if he says, I want... I want to teach you how to be an NFL defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Who's turning him down? Not me. I'm not turning him down. I can turn you into an NFL defensive lineman. Yep. You can play for Deion Sanders, and you get to live in Boulder, Colorado. Can't beat that. Can't beat that. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We will be back later in the week. I think we'll do a podcast um, probably Sunday after mm-hmm. everything's kind of wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Maybe an emergency show at some point. Yep. Um, but thank you all for tuning in. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.